Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Yeah, it's your boy Hustle. And I just jumped off the porch with the dirty glove bastard. Ha! Hustle! Uno, dos, tres, cuatro! Say this, that, bye-bye. DJ like cha-cha. Alright, so we got Hustle jumping off the porch with us today. You already know what it is. Hustle 48BG. We off the porch. Let's turn up. There it is, man. How you feeling yeah. today, man? I feel good energy coming from you. Yes, here. I'm great. You know, running a little, you know, a little behind, but I'm here. Yeah. Let's get it. Nah, that's no problem, man. And I saw you was just recently out in Columbia, right? Yeah, yeah, it was nice. That was my first time out the country. Really? Yeah. So yeah. what was that experience like getting to see how other people live in outside? Oh, uh, so when I get to Columbia, um, we get there, the driver take us through what they call the, um, the hood area up in the mountains. Mm. So it looked like a third world country when you come in it, it's everywhere, look, it's bad, it's bad. But as we get through the mountains and get down, you start to see that it's not really a third world country, just certain parts in Cali, Colombia, where I was at, okay. it looked like a third world country, but it definitely was a, uh, like a culture shock to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, yeah. big culture shock. Yeah, definitely an eye-open experience getting yeah. outside, man, yes. and all that. Yes, yes, no, yes, That's dope, man. Yeah. All right, so talk to us about growing up in Newark, man. Oh, growing up in Newark, New Jersey, slash East Orange, New Jersey. Okay. Um, typical hood, you know, you got the people that's outside hustling. Like in my era, like we looked up to the people that we saw every day. Mm. Like we didn't see doctors, lawyers, we seen motherfuckers outside getting money on the corner hustling. So we emulated them while we was younger. So, you know, growing up, it's like you, only the strong survive. We got a saying in New Jersey, especially in Newark, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. You can make it anywhere. I believe that. Yeah. So at what age would you say you jumped off the porch then? Oh, I jumped off the porch early. Uh, about 13, 14 years old. I learned how to roll craps at seven. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was <laughs> off the porch early. I had uncles that was in the street, so I was like, I was like the little kid that you seen on Menace. Mm-hmm. With them, that was me. Okay. That was me. So did they help guide you, kind of lead you down the right path, or were they leading you down the wrong path? Or? As I look back at it, they only could lead me with what they knew. Hmm. Let's look at it, you know, it was like the wrong path. But I wouldn't trade time, I wouldn't go back in time to change it for nothing, because it made me who I am now. I feel that, man. Yeah, uh-huh. And you had to sit down for a bit too, right? Yeah, I did a, uh, a stretch uh, when I was a kid, you know, going down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. Got caught up, I lost trial. And I sat down for like six years, nine months, something oh, like wow. that. Yeah, Shoot. did a little stretch, yeah. So what yep. was that experience like considering you were so young, man? Well, how can I put it? And you know, behind the wall, it's what you make it. Every day is what you make it. Either you're gonna survive or you ain't gonna survive, bottom line. Yeah. You know, you gotta have, you gotta have tough skin. You gotta have tough skin down there. Okay. Especially at the time when I was down there, like gangs just started flourishing. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So you have to pick a side. Yeah, did you have a good, uh, like a strong support system on the outside that was holding you down or? Yeah, like my mother, my, mo my mother helped me down the whole time. That's like people like when you go like these guys that's out here, um, like other artists, you see them, they commit these crimes, go to, they go to jail. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they're in store for. They're thinking that the people that's around them every day are going to be there. The longer you sit, the shorter the list is going to get. Oh, yeah. Then you're going to realize who your true friends and family are once you're behind that wall, because that's at your lowest point in life. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So Thanks. what was the biggest lesson you learned by having to go through that whole experience then? Oh, take, uh, take advice from older people. Like my uncle and them told me, like, yo, leave them boys alone. That right there is important. Like when older people give out advice, make sure you take heed. So that's why I be trying to give advice, you know, to my, to my, my fellow peers. Okay. Facts. Yeah, so yep. you kind of took that knowledge and then you're now passing it down. Yes, passing it down. Yes, got to break the chain. Absolutely. Definitely got to break the chain. No, that's true, yep. bro. All right, so um, how long have you been making music? When did you first start rapping? Then? All right, I, uh, hold on one second. I started making music in 2000, and I say about, what, 2010, like playing around, okay. 2010. Uh, I just started, you know, started, I've been grinding everything, trying to perfect the craft. But we actually just started rolling uh, about a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah, just about started a year and a half ago, like really taking it serious. Yeah. About a year and a half ago. So what happened a year and a half ago that made you want to lock in? Okay. Um, uh, my manager at the time, you know, he gave me the blueprint of a way that we could also make money with music. So I'm like, okay, we could do this, that, and the third. Let's go back to it. And then, like, like I said, I was making music like on and off. So like the city where I'm from, people like encourage you, like, yo, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. But when my manager came with the blueprint, I was like, okay, let's get it. Let's, let's, let's you know, let's shoot for it. Yeah, I feel that. So how would you describe your transition then coming from the streets, leaving pre prison into the music industry then? Um, it's a, me, I'm like a student of the game. So like I studied the game before I got into it. Cause you know, you hear so many artists saying, you gotta watch out the industry fake, you gotta watch out for this, you gotta watch out for that. So it's not really like no hard transition, but what I, when, since I've been down here in Atlanta, yeah. I got with, a, with the right team and I'm learning like the ends of it. Cause like in Jersey, you know, we just up top, they rapping, we think we know what we doing up there, but in all actuality, it's not. So I got down here, got around the right team, and now it's like a smooth transition. So it's like no hard transition for me. Okay. Like I didn't lose a beat being locked up all them years. I came out, I never lost a step. I wasn't like, what they call that? Uh, when you um, lost in time, like lost time, I forgot whatever word that is, but you know, I felt right in. I ain't missed not one beat. Okay. Yeah. So how long have you been in Atlanta and what brought you down here then? I came to Atlanta in 2019, I believe. Okay. I came down in 2019. I got the, um, a chance, you know, to make it out the hood. So most people would be in the hood to stay in the hood. Like my goal was always to make it out. Yeah. So, you know, I made it out, I came down here. That's when I, my manager hit me and like, yo, look, we could do this X, Y, and Z. And we took it from there. Okay. Yep. So but, how would you compare living in Atlanta to back at home in Newark? Oh my God, it's a big difference. <laughs> it's a world of a difference. It's a super world of a difference because in Jersey, you know, people don't look at it. It's like it's dark, it's cloudy, it's always raining, it's cold. Down here, it's a different atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Sunny, it's hot, you know, plenty of women. And like one of the biggest things is from Jersey and living in the South is the, you know, like the gun law. 
Okay. Everybody named they mother. They don't play up there. Yeah. Everybody named mother got a gun down here. In Jersey, you, that shit not happen. You're not walking around with guns on you like that. That's like one of the major differences that I've seen being down here. Yeah. No, that's yeah. true. That's a big difference. And how would you compare the music scenes uh, from here in Atlanta to back at home then? Uh, it's like two different, um, two different things. Because up top, you know, it's like a lot of drill music hmm. up top. And then you come down here, it's like more melody, melodic, but it's a bigger, bigger scene. It's like, it's more opportunity being in Atlanta than it is in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, that's like definitely one of the main reasons. Do you feel yeah. like the artists up in Jersey support each other? They get along like they do here in Atlanta or is it more of a competition? Up okay, there? so in Jersey, all for the most part, most of the artists that's independent, that's moving around, like they all get along, like we all get along up there. But it's just we don't have the resources. See, all the resources are in New York City, the radio, okay. all the DJs and everything. We don't have the resources that New York has. That's the only difference between New York, New Jersey, and down here in uh, Atlanta. Okay. It's the I, resources. That's it. I got you. Yeah. And who'd you grow up listening to? Who were some of your favorite artists? Uh, I grew up listening to, uh, you know, Tupac, uh, Jay, who else? Um, some of my favorite artists. Um, like right now, I listen to Lil Baby. Okay. And Heavy ESTG. Yeah. Like He's that's what I listen to now. Yeah. He's yeah. got it. That's the vibe that I be on. If you get in the car with me, most and more than likely, that's what I'm playing. Okay. Right now. So how'd you come up with your name, Hustle, in the way that it's spelled? Man? Oh, man. Because I'm Hustle. sure a lot of people fuck yes. up your name. Um, this morning, we was doing something. Uh, I was taking care of some business, and I, and I spelled it out. The guy mispronounced it wrong. So the word Hustle, I didn't want to spell it, you know, the regular way, H-U-S-T-L-E. They'll never find your music. Yeah, they'll never find your music. So I'm sitting there one day. I'm like, okay, how can I do it different? And to make people try to figure out what it is. Hmm. So I said H-U-Z, Huss, and the Dominican Sue, the player that, at the time, okay. yeah, you know, the... Uh... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. The football player, Dominican Sue. So I said, okay, Huss, Sue. So I put them together, and that's how I came up with the spelling for the word hustle. But me, the hustle come from, I've been hustling my whole life. Since I was a kid, I've been hustling. So it naturally stick. Yeah. That's, how I got, that's how I got the name hustle. I got you. Yeah, that's how I came up with it. And speaking of the hustle, man, talk about the grind that comes with being an independent artist in this music industry. Oh, my man. God. Um, the, what I, how can I, that's the best way I can explain it is... Hard works beat talent. You have to work super duper hard, sleepless nights. You don't understand it. When people say we know, you know, normally when you hear it, it's like generic, like work hard, do this, that, and the third, until you really start to do it. So it's, it's sleepless nights, flights, constant, um, what you call it, revenue. You definitely need a lot of revenue. Oh, yeah. And one thing I can say, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know another independent artist that's moving like me, solely like me, and my, and, and my label, 48BG. Like, we really outside, you know, making some noise. Yeah. Like, I don't see too many people, but it takes a lot of hard work. Countless nights, studio, night in, night out. 
constant content. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big jump being independent. Absolutely. Yeah. You yes. can't skip any of the steps when you're No steps. There is no shortcut. There's <laughs> no shortcut man. at all. Yeah. So uh, how'd you come up with your label then? Mm-hmm. 48 BG. This here? It all started um, from the house that we have in New Jersey. My aunt house, 48, 48, that's the address. Okay. So I started with a hashtag. So I said, you know, I've been here living, I'm being, you know, I'm being honest. Been, started 48 BG Band Gang. It started with a hashtag a couple years ago. Then, you know, you started branding it every day, every day, every day, every day. It started with a thought. But the actual 48 BG come from the address in New Jersey, the house that we've been at for like over 30 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like a staple in the community down there. Okay. Been around for a minute. But that's how 48 came apart, okay. came about. So are you the only artist on the label or you got other artists? Yes, I have other artists. Okay. It's me. I have my artist, Mr. AI. I have another artist, Band Baby. So it's us three that starting off with the label. Okay. And then from there, you know, we looking to grow. Absolutely. Yeah, looking to grow. So Got a lot of prospects, too. So what's some of the goals for the label? What are you trying to accomplish out of it? Okay, so within the next five years, plan on being the biggest independent record label in the world. You could timestamp this. Okay. Within the next five years, we could, you know, we'll be back, we'll do it again, and be like, yeah, I told you so. I told you so. That's the goal, to be the biggest independent label in music and also in sports entertainment as well, because it's just bigger than music. Yeah. This just music is to open the door. Okay. That's it. So you're trying to touch all different avenues. Yeah, I'm a businessman. Yeah. I'm a businessman. Speaking of being a businessman, talk about this trucking company. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, so I run a multi-million dollar trucking company. Say that again. Multi-million. Yeah, I run a multi-million dollar trucking company. And you know the trucking business industry is a billion dollar industry. Absolutely. So I started out uh, with like little box trucks. Okay. And I went through like the steps and I made it up to like tractor trailers. So basically I went from moving weight, I got to say out of saying, <laughs> I went from moving weight to moving freight. It's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. But trucking is for any independent person that has like a criminal background. It don't matter what you've been through in life, you could get money in trucking. That's one of the um, good things about trucking. It don't matter how your pass is mm-hmm. in order to start a trucking company. No, that's real. That's right it. There. Yeah. But it's definitely a lucrative business. Okay. Yeah. So what was your initial investment on that first box truck? Man? The first truck I got, we called it the Stewie Mobile. <laughs> I spent uh, $2,200 at an auction. That's it. That was it. $2,200. And I, it was a little uh, 16 foot like uh, bakery truck. That's not had, bad at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, 16-foot bakery truck. It had the, the figure Stewie on the side of it. <laughs> That's why That's I called the Stewie Mobile. Okay. Yeah, that was my first truck. I'll never forget it. And um, from there, I just kept progressing, kept progressing, doing research. Okay, this truck make that amount of money. Mm-hmm. This truck make that amount of money. So I looked at it like it was the streets. So if one truck at the time making $350 a day, if I get two, that's 700 so I looked at it like, okay, that's one bird, that's two birds. And then, you know, I did the math like that. I took what I knew from the streets and incorporated it in business. Yeah. So it definitely pays apart. All the way up to multi multi-million. All, yeah, all the way up to multi-million. That's yes. really dope right there. Yes. Um, talk to us about this big homie challenge. Mm. I'm issuing, hold on, you got me? I'm issuing a challenge to all independent artists, sign artists, 
I'm starting a big homie challenge. Um, I'm going to start it on your page, if you allow me to. I'm going to start it on your page, the okay. first challenge. You could drop five people who have families that's incarcerated. Long as you didn't rape nobody, long as you don't did nothing to kids, you, um, what you call that? You, they could be a participant inside the challenge. So I'm going to take five people, random people. I'm going to send them money to their books. And then I challenge the next big artist, next independent artist to step up and do the same thing. Because you got to lead by example. You can't forget where you come from. Mm -hmm. So this is one of my ways of giving back to like, you know, never forget like where you come from. Like the yeah. big homie challenge. You guys claim to be big homies. Okay, show me. This is what big homies do. They lead by examples. Yeah. So that's the big homie challenge. Five people, whenever you post this, the first five people or whatever five we pick, we do the research to make sure they don't got none of them charges like that. I'm going to send them some money to their books. That's dope right there. All right, then we can repost it. Yeah, I salute right? you for that. That's man. the big homie challenge. And talk to us about this Air Hustle Kicks for Kids. Man. Okay, Air Hustle. Uh, we have a partnership with Nike. Okay. Whereas though I do a give back, uh, I come to the inner city Nike store. We started the first one in New Jersey. We have one coming up soon in Atlanta where we're giving away kicks for uh, kids between the ages of preschool and seventh grade. So normally what they do, they come in the store, we got food, beverages for them, they take pictures, and they go pick any sneaker that they want inside the store, and we take care of it out of our pocket. Oh, that's really It's kicks right for there. kids, and we partnered up with Nike, and they gave us Air Hustle. Okay. That's how we came up with it. So why is giving back so important for you, man? Uh, I learned in order to be successful in life, like the first thing they tell you, is you have to learn how to give back early. You start giving back early, so when you do a mass amount of money, it's not going to be so hard for you to do it when you got a lot of money. People don't understand that the power of giving back is real. Yeah. You get it back 10 times over. You just don't post it. Like, you don't do it for, how can I say, what they say, for clout. You don't mm -hmm. do it for likes. I don't do it for none of that. I do a lot of stuff I don't post. Yeah. A lot. A lot of stuff I don't post. But, you know, I do it out of the kindness of my heart. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my main reason of giving back. I fuck with that, man. Yeah. All right, so talk about the inspiration on this new single, Walk on Water. Oh, I'm about to walk on water, eh? I'm about to walk on water. Uh, walk on water. Uh, I got the beat off of um, a producer. And, like, when I heard the melody, it just, like, it came in my head. And the, 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 how can I put it? It's something different. It don't sound like nothing that's out. It don't sound like nothing that's out. I know people made a couple Walk on Water songs, but not like this in this capacity, this lyrical skills, not in this capacity. That's what I say. So Walk on Water, just like one of them records. It's just like one of them records that, okay, this record is dope. Let's push this one. Yeah. That's, what, that's, what, that's what Walk on Water is. How's the feedback been so far? Oh, great. Great feedback. Great feedback. Great streaming numbers. Um, like we, we just released it about a, what, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's doing good. It's building. You know, you have to build a record up. We're in the building process. Okay. We're in the building process. Yep. A lot of good content behind it, too. Okay. And what was it like working with the Reds on uh, No More Pain? Oh, my God. Uh, for that to be my first feature, that was a super, super dope experience. So we send the record over to him. This mm -hmm. no exaggeration. I had the record back by 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, he, like, he, you know... He's a down-to-earth person. Absolutely, he is. He's down-to-earth. He a real one. He mm -hmm. definitely a real one. 
And I don't just put that stamp on anybody. He's definitely a real one. And I appreciate him giving me the opportunity to work alongside him, too. Yeah. Yeah, because he dope. I came to bring the pain. No more pain featuring the rest of Sean on YouTube. Go get that right now. Yeah, it's a dope right. record, too. Yeah, man. thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you got an upcoming single, right? Yes. See you up next. Oh my God! Yeah, well, this, you switching it up on this one. This yeah, one for the clubs, this different. Right? This is for the club. She up next is a record. Uh, you know, basically letting that you know the girl. Yeah, I like you, but I like her too. So she might be up next. <laughs> got to be careful. Like, yeah, she up next. Now nah, I want her. No, she up next. And then it's also work for the strip club. You know, in the, in the clubs because you know have. The, the dancer, such and such, is now onto the stage. Mm -hmm. She up next. Okay. It just happened to go like that. Yeah. That's the next record we dropping on Black Friday. Okay. Yeah, it's so coming real Black soon, Friday. Man. Coming real soon. Diesel film shot the video, so be on the lookout for that soon. Shout out to Diesel, man. Shout he out going to crazy. Diesel. He right go now. crazy. Yeah. Diesel go crazy. So you working on like a, a project, EP, mixtape? Yes. Um, we working on the album. Okay, album. Let's get yes, it. Yes, we're working on the album. Top of the year, um, it's a toss up between two titles. The way the record, the way we, the process is going, is getting bigger than one title. So we might just go with the uh, all hustle, no luck. Mm -hmm. That's what we might go with, the like all that. hustle, no luck. Pretty much sure that was might be. Okay. And working with some of the top producers in Atlanta, um, the top writers in Atlanta, and we, we trying to deliver a classic at the top of the year. I got you. Yeah, we're going, we're going for the Grammys too. Okay. Going for the Grammys. One of them type projects. Yeah. No skips. No skips. No skips. <laughs> no skips. No skips. No fillers. How long have you been working on this project? Like, have you been stacking songs for a while for it? Yes. Or? Yes. Yes. So we've been working on this project for about a year or so. Okay. Working on about a year because, you know, it takes time to deliver a classic. Absolutely. You can't rush a classic. Yep. It takes time. It for definitely sure. takes time. Yep. So what's your thoughts on, like, the rap game, the music industry, everything that's going on right now? Uh, right now, um, it's more of, they don't, the, the time span of a record doesn't live as long as it used to. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, the music doesn't stick. So that's why for the project, we're making music that stick. You know, you get a hit record, it only be a hit record for what, about 60 days, 90 days, some of the biggest songs, I can name a couple of them yeah. that you don't even hear no more. And um, we go on the opposite from that right there. So the music industry is just basically like, to me, it's just like, you have to, we have to start making music that stick, that means something. There's only a few artists that make music that stick. And I'm trying to go in that same category yeah. with them. Other than that, the music scene is dope, it's fresh, you know. Um, I ain't got no complaints. I, I ain't got no complaints, yeah. You like who you like and you like who you don't like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like something for everyone now. Yeah, there, something right? for everyone now, yes. Because everybody doing music, you can start rapping tomorrow. Yep. And then you'll have a fan base. Yeah, so it's a little something for everybody out here. Yeah. Yep. What else you working on, Hustle? What else coming up for you, man? Okay, so we working on the, um, the first pair of Air Hustle sneakers. Oh, really? Yeah. That's dope. With Nike, Air Hustle, that's one. And we also working on uh, Walk on Water, my own brand of water. Really? Yeah, that's okay. the two things that we working on. And working on this album. That's it. The main focus right now is to live in a classic on our album at the top of the year. That's what we're working on. I got you. Yep. All right. You got any last words for your fans? Any advice? Any shout outs you'd like to give? I want to give a shout out to my team, uh, Red Push, my manager, Brooke, uh, Robin, 
uh, Charles, you know, shout out to like the whole team, everybody that, you know, that's helping us, um, helping the movement move. Because that's one thing I want to give some advice to. You can't do it by yourself. If, if I had some advice to tell up and coming artists, you cannot do it by yourself. You need a team, a strong team. And basically, you know, that's it. You know, go follow me on IG, H-U-Z-S-U-H, Hustle, Instagram, Spotify, all the streaming platforms. And um, let's get ready for the top of the year. 48BG, Hustle. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Say this, that, ba-ba. DJ la cha-cha. Got a name in Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.